Welcome in, welcome in. I almost started it. Yeah, it's been a long time since you kicked one off, I think. Yeah, I well, I think when it's that boring of a game, you know, maybe I pop in and just say what's try, up first. Try to lay. Try to try to bring yeah, bring some mood to this. Um, probably gonna be a shorter one than like like normal. Um, you know, there's been a lot to talk about for a long time, and I think for once this this is a week where we can kind of just sit back and think. Mm-hmm. Not much better, not much worse. Kind of just run of the mill. We're existing right now. Yeah, I'm. It, we're we're obviously lucky. I think like we mentioned in the last episode, painfully lucky that uh, what's his name was on the field. I can't think of his name. Chicho. Chicho. Painfully lucky Chicho wasn't on the field. I think, you know, some of the guys that they have obviously uh, almost made us pay. Severino was that one that he pinged off the crossbar was just insane. I honestly thought it was in when he shot it. Um, and then uh, Diego Luna, too. Who, looked good. Yeah, who, who looked good, and it was it was a cool experience to see him, like, looking good, too, as, like, you know, a young American. It, it does suck that it has to come against us. Um, weird weird smile on your face when you say that. I don't know. Do you have something no. about Luna that maybe stands out to you? Well, I've, I haven't been told. <laughs> I guess I came to the conclusion. I feel like he kind of looks like me, and then I was like, this guy kind of looks like me to people, and they were like, yeah, if you went down, like, a completely different <laughs> life path, like, he kind of looks like you. Um. But it was cool to see him play. I saw I he came out early too, which was weird. I'm not sure if there's anything around that. We don't know much about RSL, um, but I thought he looked good. So I, and obviously being 19, I'm not sure why you wouldn't go a full 90. But I wonder if with the arrival of Chicho, that they're not just kind of throwing bodies out there to see what they have and and mm-hmm. who's going to be where because obviously he's going to demand the number nine role. Um, so they maybe want to see who's going to be around him. Yeah, and. I'm not sure, like, maybe is Diego just breaking into their lineup? Uh, you know, we don't really know the, the intricacies of it. But uh, there were a few guys on our team, I think, that looked really good surprisingly that, you know, we wouldn't have otherwise thought they would have done great. Um, or maybe, like, most people wouldn't have otherwise thought they would have been great. The lineup, obviously no Chanel. Yeah. No Tiago. Even more broken than normal. It's Yeah. Once, once Chanel drops out, you know you're in desperate trouble. And I think that graphic pops up and it's – Sands, Hack, and Alfaro backfield. So Alfaro back in since he gave up that pen. I think you, know, you thought it was unfair. It was kind of split decision, but at the end of the day, it was given up. It was weird that that pro posted the screenshots of the tackle as if it was supposed to prove anything, and it just like it just still didn't give anything either way. I don't know. I didn't like that. Well, and I think it was uh, about that same game. They didn't show. Uh, from the Cincy game, all of the different, anything else, like anything else aside from that, and I think uh, Blue City Radio tweeted it best. They were like, "It speaks volumes that Cushing hasn't been fined for his words." Yeah. Um, and they're like literally kind of sweeping this thing under the rug. Yeah, literally. Just trying to just trying to keep it quiet, not trying to make any more headlines with finding a coach. There's a few anything. things that are being swept under the rug right now that that deserve talking about too. With with the Tavon stuff, it's like. I feel like as a fan base, we need we, we deserve to know what was said. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're trying to protect the, the people involved, um, but as a fan base, I feel like we deserve the right to choose yeah, and, and to know and to know what we're accepting back into the club. Right. Um, because if it was severe enough to even make him go to like classes and stuff like that, like I want to know what he said. Right. Well, yeah, Personally. and I know like I think it – a few different people on Twitter were trying to scrub the MLS for their... Because I think what they initially said in their announcement was that he violated some kind of 
language and abuse yeah, policy he or used something. language that was against the the policy and then people like tried to find a policy that existed online and there just wasn't one <laughs> so they're like so we're not really sure you know we, we can't find guidelines that could t- at least put a box like right okay it, it couldn't just be swearing it would have to be I would I would assume it had to be you know something in the in the range of like either race racial or 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 homophobic or something Mm -hmm. like that like for for you to get suspended or have to um you know go to classes I mean it literally could have just been like you know something that he's normally said his whole entire lifetime and yeah you know it's just not becoming of a player on the field Mm -hmm. but I think the the language that they said in their statement was super vague and super weird. And I think, I don't know, we just would deserve to know. Yeah, and I almost think, you know, I think if it was really not as bad, because obviously there's a lot of things and it's like the court of public opinion. So you can get kind of like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, right? Like the court of public opinion, regardless of what happens in a trial um, or, or in a situation like with Tavon, if you know for sure that it was like not that bad, Right. Um. You would come out. I feel like, and I don't know to what degree Tavon is allowed to talk about it, or if it wasn't that bad, maybe the club would want to make a statement to clear right. things up. Because ultimately, just what our thoughts are mean a lot more than what the MLS thinks. Um. And if it wasn't that bad, I would hope they would come out and be like, you know, we wanted to get ahead of this, and make, right. which is obviously something our club never does. So no. Very wishful thinking to ask for this, but you would want to get ahead of it in a perfect right. world, and say it something if it was not that bad. So that is the only thing that concerns me that like it could have been something pretty bad right otherwise why not just fall on it and be like hey i said this right even even from tavon's point of view i don't know why he wouldn't just reach out and be like hey guys like you know i'm sorry that this happened i'm i'm growing but this is exactly what i said and Mm -hmm. um you know i'll learn from it or whatever or this is you know whatever whatever the statement is um i feel like i would be out there screaming like hey i did not say anything that would you know offend people who show up and pay money to watch me play yeah or from yeah from any group or whatever you would you would want to clear that because it hasn't been made clear so really it's completely open to interpretation completely which is not what you would want if you're a table like exactly and like even as a fan to 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 cheer for somebody that you don't know that's true it's true you know even though the genre of what he said and if it wasn't that bad i i would like to you know know that too because dude there were dead bull supporters right like and you know what they were comparing him to van zier and here's the thing honestly like we don't know if right. that is a fair comparison or not but we, we don't have even to assume not because right. the punishment wasn't severe. even close yeah or it wasn't any i mean like there's nothing like i think the just... classes were even voluntary from what really from what i understood but that's so. the thing is like we we applauded red bulls fans but they had the opportunity to choose and they knew what was happening and they mm-hmm. knew you know the severity of it we have no idea yeah so you know i feel like if you're, if you're being genuine and you're a red bull fan you, you got to give us the benefit of the doubt like, we literally don't know yeah and that was a bit of that that was i think probably a part of fracturing that back line although Tavon hasn't been great lately when we've seen him uh probably him having that rest and having that game off uh, took him out of contention to be a starter. I would assume. Yeah, I just—I uh, don't know. I would look at the performance he put on as a sub and be like, I don't know how this dude plays for NYCFC too. And invertly, even I love Tavon, and he—he he looked like he looked <laughs> yeah. bad. But on top of that, also then, uh, what goes against him is the performance that Turnbull had in the prior game. Now we can prior two and, games. The prior two games, right? And you know we'll have we'll talk about. 
uh, Turnbull will talk about hacking this episode and everything, but I think you were right. You said it best that it, it makes sense that Cushing most likely wants to, from what we can see, like if we're trying to gather something from Cushing, yeah. like we're, we don't understand, so we're grasping at straws here, is he's doing the manager thing where you feel the team is playing good, and we have been playing better, obviously. Right. Two draws in a row is a lot better than definitely six steps forward and looking better too. Right, uh, unlucky. I think that's that. At least one of one of the draws was a draw when it could have been you know a pretty handsome win, but wanting to stick with a lineup that you feel is building something, building chemistry, building form. Right. Um. So I think that's probably how how we see Turnbull continuing to get play over Alenich. Right. I don't know how much I buy into him still being injured. That seems crazy. I don't think he's still injured. I just think it was literally what you just said. It's like um, you're coming back and trying to earn your spot back, and you have somebody who put in two solid performances in a row back-to-back, um, back, and it's hard to displace somebody who's, you know, in, in Turnbull's case, literally earning his spot on a team. Like, mm-hmm. he, we just pulled him up from NYCFC2, and those were, what, the first two, three games he's he started and played i think he yeah i mean he's seen a few he's seen a few before but i'm saying in right. terms of actually starting yeah, stringing and, stuff right stringing, stringing it together mm-hmm. um so i let the man rock he didn't play that well i thought he you know i don't know what it was he just had an off game um but i still trust that he's a good player but i do think he he had a performance that would not have him starting next game yeah well I, if elenich is healthy i don't even if turnbull is doing good like i'm I understand the whole of, you know, rolling with the punches and, and trying to build chemistry and all that stuff. But I just think that Alenich is so clear of Turnbull. It's not even close. That, yeah, yeah, that even if Turnbull is, like, you know, in top form, like, you know, Mitch's average game is most likely at that level, if not better. Uh, so you got to have – you got you have to have that kid on on the field. Like, period. Right. like by any means necessary, you have to have Mitch on the field. Um, and then even, you know – it's getting a bit ahead of ourselves, but with the subs that came in at the end of the game too, I thought for sure 60, 70th, we would have seen Mitcha, and I'm not sure if Keaton didn't get hurt that we would have seen him at all. Probably not. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I, th- I mean, we can we can get there, but the, I thought the subs were crazy. Like I, we've been we've been really not pro cushing, but you know very much giving him the benefit of the doubt, and those subs to me were like. I don't know if, if those subs were meant to literally be like, go out there and prove yourself or you're never <laughs> lacing up again. Yeah. Because, like, Matty had maybe five minutes where he looked like his legs. He had legs for five minutes. He had legs for five minutes, and I looked at you and I go, oh, my God. Like, he's got his legs back. The rest was amazing. This is DP Matty. And then I saw him running with the ball, and I was like, oh, my God, that's me and intramural. He's Yeah. He's running in like uh, quicksand. I'm like dude, slow sand. Honestly. I think if we if we go to the training ground, I might race him. I might win. Yeah, I got a hundred pounds on him. Might win. I got a hundred pounds yeah. on him. I was you have like a very very niche joke that not a single person listening will understand, but like you in a way have like Matt speed, like Matt is or, yeah uh, or Karenbot right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right um basically what Jet what that means just a big man for, moving yeah for anybody that does not know like our closest friend group which is zero people um yeah a big man that sneakily is extremely athletic just just like nothing about the physics of uh their composition right would let you know that they could turn on burners sub 540s with 200 plus pounds right. well in intramurals too yeah so just to i mean maybe we start a 
uh, background of Karamba and you know we could talk about him in the future and who knows I know he's a New York guy so maybe in the future he'll, yeah, yeah. he'll be interested in NYCFC and we'll you know well he is loosely thing. interested but, but not enough not enough well he, yeah he was reading Hudson River Blue too right yeah. yeah so that was that was cool but um in intramurals I don't think the kid has ever played soccer in his life he was like our top goal scorer <laughs> He was just he. What happened was he was, he was in the living room when we were putting the team together, and he's like, "I'm on the team." Yeah, <laughs> we're like, "All right." Yeah. Uh, uh, Basically, we were like, "We're like big man. He's gonna be keeper." And then we show up on the day, and he goes, "Justin, you're in goal." Yeah, <laughs> like, and he's at nine. And honestly, we could if top we score put him up top, top score. If we put him up top at NYCFC. Like, I definitely think he bags a few. He would bag a goal. Yeah, at least one. Got him. At least one. Um. I don't even know how we got here. Matty doesn't have legs. Yeah, Matty. I Matty. don't know what it is. But that sub, I think to me, that was that was Nick Cushing putting the plank on the ship and going, all right, walk the plank and tell me a joke. And if the joke doesn't make me laugh, you're you're off the ship. <laughs> yeah. To I me. hope so. I mean, I don't. I I hope so. I feel like, you know, that's us definitely trying to find a way to make it make sense because there's nothing else that truly does make it make sense. And nicest was, guy in the world. Yeah. Nicest human. Not, I just don't, the baller is not there right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I pray that he finds it somewhere, but it's just not, it's not happening. It's not clicking. And um, it, we're not in a form where we can sustain a player like that right now. And the, the worst part uh, about it all, too, is Cushing hit the two for two, or maybe the O for two, if we want to put it that way, because he subs in uh, O'Toole for Kufre. Which is just like such a bonehead decision. Yeah, it was really because Kufre's probably been arguably. Uh, I guess if we have to look at attacking players, which is just, this is stupid to say that a left back for probably the last two to two and a half games has been our best player going forward. Honestly, most likely, yeah, I would yeah. give Kufre that. First off, he should have had an assist on our goal that was disallowed, and then in that same game he scored off Alfredo's Travella assist. Right. Um. Almost scored again, too, yeah. that game. Yeah, and then almost had a brace. So he yeah. he should have honestly left that game with two goals and an assist. Yeah. Uh, and then other than that, I mean, he's looked night and day. Uh, Way better. I mean, having any other left back on our team playing. Right, unless it comes out that, like, the altitude got to Kufre, and that's why he had to yeah, skiss up. Yeah, You know, but he didn't look that way. No, it didn't It didn't appear that way. Um. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. I know in... O'Toole's not a bad player, and I don't really. I'm not on the the train that um, you know, is in a spiral when he's playing. Uh, it just didn't. The subs did not make sense as a whole, and um, you know, to not use Ledesma, I feel like Ledesma it's comes onto that field and and provides the spark, literally the spark that we needed to go on and win. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, it just a lot of it didn't make sense, and unfortunately, Keaton goes and hopefully it's just a cramp. Hopefully it was a severe cramp, but he goes down and um, we saw a Lynch come in and, and literally the speed that Ledesma would have provided gives us a spark to even keep pushing throughout that game. Yeah, I think, honestly, and it could be crazy to say, but I think um, Lenich and Ledesma being in there probably has this bag of goal. I, now, I don't know. I mean, our defense was also at this point at the end of the game playing uh, they were Hero. The, they were the best portion of our team, and it like was not close. Barraza, I think if if Barraza wasn't man of the match, like you could have given it split Alfaro. it fifty fifty between Alfaro and Hack. Both of them. Those two headers were nutty, like 
just the effort. Um, it's exactly what people were calling for was mm-hmm. effort like that because typically, you know, if we're looking at the last nine games, th- those are headers that you know Chanel watches go over or. Um, you know, whoever's in that position just watches it go over Dude, their head. Whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. Could go wrong goes wrong. Wherever the dart lands. And I that's maybe I kinda like that. And you know, maybe that in that way that's what sucks, right? Is it pays off in some ways for Cushing and in other ways it doesn't. So it's you know, it's tough to it's tough to hand pick like, okay, I'm gonna make every single right decision. But um yeah, I think getting the new guys in has been... Most of the new guys that have entered the lineup, Hack, uh, Alfaro, this game, have been incredible. And Hack, honestly, first 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I was ready to send out a tweet because I, I didn't want to be the the unfair and biased podcast that are Glaze Turnbull, Glaze Hack, you know, always, always with Hack. We're, we're big upping him, and I was ready to send out a tweet at halftime. Like, you know what? I want to be unbiased. I want everybody to know <laughs> that we are level-headed uh, and admit to the fact that Hack, if through this at this point, had not had a good game. But, like, 30th minute, this dude became, like, prime. I don't even know what to call him. Like, I don't know that he really had a bad game the whole the first 30. I just he think... got beat on a few occasions, and it looked, to me, it, to me, it looked bad. It was positioning, I think, but... I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Barraza bailed. Barraza was bailing everybody out. Yeah, but that I don't feel like that really was the first half. I I feel like um, we were just slow to get into things, and I I don't think that um, Alfredo was really giving anybody favors. I, I thought he had a poor game, but mm-hmm. um, I thought he looked all right. I I just I watch him play, and I think he's a complete player. So I think he could he could literally play any position. I liked at the end of the game. I think he got outside. Uh, obviously, not attacking positions, but right, and he he got moved into Keaton's role. Right. Once Keaton came out, and that was even more exciting. He's, yeah, I just I I think the product that is Hack is is so so well rounded that once he starts like hitting many games in a row and and developing the way that I think he will, he's gonna be a stud. I think that's what it is. Is that too right? Like he needs to develop in a specific position and not not being used as a utility player. Right. Once every month, like. And then, honestly, I think we unlocked, like, another level of of hacking. Like, people will have nothing to say about him. I mean, his, at the moment, somehow, somehow his reputation, at least from what I see, is not good. And maybe that's just because I want to fight the good hack fight, like, every time. I I think it's, you know, what it is, is we've seen his skill set be used in a position where he was equal to or better than the competition around him. And so we know what he can do once he's elevated yeah, yeah right yeah. i think we we kind of can see the project we we see um you know when he is developed in the mls and he's equal to or better than the people around him like that how he can dominate with his skill set that mm-hmm. that's you know i think that's what sets us apart but honestly know. i see him being a more physical keaton right at, at his at hack's peak like literally the the archetype that is Keaton, but more physical. I I genuinely I liked him in the center back position, the central center back position, mm-hmm. specifically um, because he was taking the ball and moving it forward at least once or twice, um, and that's what we lost with Collins. And I think he's the perfect build to be that guy to bring the ball forward, and that's what we need. That's what we, we need, always saw at Hartford. We need that connection from Barraza to bring and and take the space and. 
and go up and, and feed it to the boys. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's perfect for that role. Right. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I think that's a lot of what we saw at Hartford. I think, obviously, he played more of a, a DM role when he was here. But he was always doing the scanning and always looking for the forward pass as opposed to back passing. And I think that, that did him pretty well here, obviously. You know, enough to get um, – it was always alone, but enough to get called back to NYCFC. Right. And the – the MLS Next Pro like becoming a thing yeah. probably has been like a godsend for him honestly because he is getting those at least regular reps there now he's had to step into the first team and you know is getting his minutes but even in NYCFC 2 he's been him and Jason yeah. have been like right dueling whatever you want to call him like killing it so for me personally my like my dream lineup when everyone's healthy and back is the same formation we've been playing but with Hack right in the middle of it and Chanel and Tiago on his sides, mm-hmm. and um, Kufre and Alenic on the wing backs. Yeah, and then you got Sands and Keaton midfield. I just don't like that. Is so elite to me. Yeah, and I think this was the first game where we didn't see Sands in the midfield, and like we didn't pay massively for it. Correct. And I th- and I'm not sure why that is because Al- as you said, Alfredo did not have the best game, so we were missing that DM role altogether. I, well, I think Sands was everywhere. I think Sands really did a did a good job of just being everywhere and trying to put out every fire. He took it to heart. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he really did. He was he was all over the place. Um, and the crooked announcers couldn't talk about anything but his brother. Insane. It was so stupid. Um, when are we gonna get anybody in blue in that? I just I can't stand to listen to it. I'd literally, literally listen to anything else. Yeah. Well, the so the one the the color guy was RSL's. However long you want to call it, as long as RSL has been a club, he was their Ian Joy. Right. It's just calling their games on Apple TV, which is is mental, and it was a it was lopsided. Honestly, I mean, he was yeah. talking about their roster construction and obviously drooling over Chicho Arango, which like, we would be doing the too. entire game. We, we, we yeah, would, yeah, we would. I, but it's just you know that's not typically I feel like the guys you want to have in the position of right which how, how unfair is it to us to have to sit and listen? granted people used to have to listen to it with ian and joe to a, to a degree but i don't think they were i think they under well i don't know i guess like even every time we listened yeah well, away we're, fans we were, were listening right uh, yeah yeah i guess away fans had it tough oh um, they had it tough but I, they were pretty good at being at being neutral but at mm. the same time when they celebrated goals like it wasn't to the degree of that TikTok where it's like you could tell what this dude is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goal. Goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't even know where we were. I think we were talking about I do have to say, hack. though, Ian, I think, I mean, I feel like I learned a lot about the MLS from Ian and Joe. I think that was, that was probably one of my favorite things that they did best was, I think when we watch a lot of away games, I mean – Mango Tales is on the field. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, uh... We cannot have that, but I think – Joe and Ian were so – they made themselves. They did the work, put right. the work in to be so well-versed in the rest of the league right. that, like, Mango Tales situations would never in a billion years happen. You would right. never hear them say that about another team's player. Which, um, to Ian, is, is, a, is a credit, but it's more credit to Joe. Mm-hmm. Because Joe, you know, he was announcing – not announcing, but he would do the warm-up calls and stuff like that for NHL. Yep. So those, he's, he's knowing, you know, intimately two leagues – Yep. Um, which is crazy. I, I couldn't even imagine like having that much bandwidth. Yeah, but but that that's one of the things we talked about when we were watching the game too. Was I think probably the most interesting part 
of Ian and Joe too was you know typically you have your your play by play guy and your color guy, but like honestly it felt like a podcast. Whenever right. if you were an NYCFC fan and you were watching um, a home game, it felt like a podcast between yeah. Joe and Ian. I, I don't think either of them, you know, we have incredible goal calls by Ian when typically that oh. might be like a play by play guy calling those out. You know, so and so pass so and so and goal. You know, whatever. Right. But we have a million of those of Ian like oh, special well, moments. So. So I mean, after after the game, I was feeling extra down. Yeah, I, I was just like, I watched a really boring game. Um, it's rare that we get to it's go and watch the games together. Eastern time too. Yeah, and like it's and it's rare that we watch a game together, and we've got everyone and you know we're having pizza and all this stuff. Yeah. And and the result wasn't there, so I was just like, let me just go feel something. Oh no. And I was watching the David Villa highlights, man, and just oh, oh yeah, yeah. it takes you to a time and like even the 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 stadium's packed out. Like people there, and I was, it was funny because I'm like, dude, there's so many more people there, and you're like, yeah, because they had David Villa, Pirlo, and Lampard, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you're right, yeah, yeah. for thirty bucks, three draws, way. three draws for thirty bucks, like yeah. I get it, pre-inflation, pre-COVID, and, <laughs> and three international stars, but it, it just made me miss having a number nine, like a proper nine, like say what you want, Tati, like I love Tati, and Tati brought us something that you know we can't replace it's you know our first chip and a great season and a golden boot but david via was a different gravy like he was just well i think it was because the player we might we can like restart the player we yeah we can restart the conversation that we had as we were watching the david via highlights um uh, we were debating you know you're obviously on the side of in terms of performance on the field david via probably our best player ever was your position correct yeah and i was thinking um to me my quip was in the pursuit of what in the pursuit of what and then i had to look up the stats yeah and in 2017 i think he had 30 goal and combined 30 goal and assists which is just uh just with, like with nobody's on his team like i know literally he like, had pirlo and but, but pirlo was dog no pirlo was not good for us and lampard, and lampard was, was a dog though he like was he better. was he was way better yeah. than the pirlo but like dude Poku's a club legend because of the vibes, not because he really he didn't did get much. much playtime, honestly. Yeah, but still, like, like a lot of the dudes, like having uh, Burkett and like um, McNamara and stuff like, like, yeah. like he was he was literally dragging MLS all timers by their hair mm-hmm. to like third place finishes into the into the playoffs and stuff like that. Like, if you plugged. David Villa, like I said, into that championship-winning squad, oh. he would have broken every MLS record. Without a doubt. Honestly. You plug him into this team right now, even, he's breaking records. We're winning, we're winning a lot more games than right now. By, by a lot. And this is this is to glaze the player, David Villa. Not the man. Not the man, because, shit. yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, I was, Terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Can't, the, wor- the worst. Can't build a statue of him. No, ever. But, but... Maybe like a hot dog, st- uh, no, not a, not a hot, but like a you know, a stand, something. I don't in know. the stadium. It's hard to say, but the the I think it was 2016, 2017, 2018. He had uh, at least twenty three goals or twenty one goals or more each yeah. year, and on top of that, five assists in all those years. So I yeah. don't think we saw less than at least twenty five, you know, G plus A, for three straight years. That I mean. Right. I don't think there's any player in the MLS that does that because typically if they do, they're they're out they're out after the first right. season. 
Right. Except and I, for Mukhtar. I wonder. Mukhtar's probably the first guy since that we've seen ever do that. Yeah. True. I, I wonder how many nil-nil uh, draws we had. Like, I bet the draws that we had back then, like, were 1-1s one, or, you know, 2-2s, three 3-3s. Three 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 yeah. What was cool is during that compilation, I saw Mehdi um, assist David Villa, and I was like, damn, like, yep. he's really made that full circle. Mehdi passed um, the vibe check. But all the, I mean, all that number nine talk and all the, all that really came from was a lot of the rumors that we heard, um, which I guess aren't really rumors. Like, it, it's pretty much going to happen. It's us getting a number nine. I don't know. I guess. Canadian Ligoon. Uh, you know, salute to. Brace score over a season. <laughs> I was going to say salute to, um, I guess, uh, Blue Balls, NYCFC source and detective Brenda Cahill for <laughs> going and pulling like flight records you know, pictures of, of Ike Ugbo, I guess, who is a striker from Ligue 1. He was with Troy's CFG's team, and they got relegated. I do have to call out, I think in that season, he also only had two goals, so he did not help the right. relegation. It was, it was funny watching uh, Source, like, just in the trenches for this dude <laughs> that he doesn't him. know. Him, yeah. And he's like, but watch the Belgian. And they're like, but last year, he had two goals. Right. But just watch the Belgian League. To be fair, you know, the, you also have to make the assumption if they got relegated. He also had a relegation team around him. Right. Um, but I do want to build the – I do want to set this the, this straight. The team are, at the moment most people believe is not good. Right. So if, we if, are uh, relegation right now in, yeah. the, in the league. No, we're relegation Literally, right we are. Um, so he may not be coming to a team that will also, you know, be much different than a Troy's. Right. Uh, but – I don't know. I guess, yeah. He, so he posts on his story, landing in New York. Many suitcases. Too many suitcases to be here for a week. And off-white suitcases, which, like, got to be exclusive and super expensive. Mm-hmm. And then... How expensive is that? Like, a, a day later, two days later, uh, on a Rolls-Royce plane, which is apparently a regular passenger plane, but, you know, whatever company Maybe is the it, engines the, were Rolls-Royce? The, the engines were, exactly. Um, Pretty sick. Big plane guy. But, hey, you know. Uh, and then they found out, like, a flight left at around the time, or a flight landed in Salt Lake from New York City with that engine around the time that he posted that he was on the runway, uh, you know, with a mountain backdrop, you know, sort of looking yeah, like a see, Salt Lake. This is how Redditors scene. solve murders. <laughs> yeah. And this is how desperate the number nine situation this is. This is how they found that Shia LaBeouf flag it, <laughs> right. like, in, like, a day. That's they, great. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They took that shit down. Um, the flight pass tell me that it's right. Like <laughs> what? Wind, or I think they used like the crickets. They were like, yeah, the, the cricket species oh, no. sounds like they this. used horns. Like when they got close enough, they used oh yeah a yeah. car horn yeah to to figure out where to go. Yeah, insane. Um, and he has some stories up right now. If anybody hears this, I think you'll probably hear it on Monday. Uh, I don't know how long the stories will last, but he has a couple stories up now where if you were that geo guesser guy, you know that guy. Yeah, he could probably pinpoint exactly like where this man is at this moment so who had a like a you know like what it's like what was a the biggest i'm him performance he when he called out that bagel gatekeeper oh yeah that was so elite yeah and he, he like down to the order he's yep. like you got a bacon egg and, and cheese then, from i don't know if there's truth but he apparently contacted the bagel shop and had them change the name of that order to be his name so That's now crazy. when the dude goes there he has to order like the geo guesser <laughs> champion bagel or whatever like i don't know that's funny the guy's name but that's yeah a different level of hate but a good but one but don't gatekeep don't yeah, gatekeep don't gatekeep a bagel i mean 
crazy. Like, don't get keep anything but a bagel is crazy. Yeah. But you know, I don't want to offend anybody, but you know how New Yorkers get with their bacon, egg, and cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole different thing. Um, not from my shop. Not from your shop. I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, hopefully we hopefully Ike Ubo joins the team. I guess that's if that's I guess if that's I the guy that we're in on, then you know we're gonna have to support him. Um, that's definitely something we're gonna do. Bro, like people sure. are signing Messi's. <laughs> like, literal, what are we doing, bro? Messi. Oh and man, Messi is bringing along all the. I might be the first the person Calvary. to to bring a uh, Lee out signed to the press box, bro. <laughs> to the press box. <laughs> like they're gonna, you guys panning me in the press box and be holding Lee out. Well, it does suck. It, it hurts more too. Not not only the um, the lack of action being taken, but then when you see things like the Chicho Orango, yeah, and you're like, there was an opportunity for right. this, and like we didn't take it as, you know, probably top two biggest markets in the league. It's, right. it's got to be us in LA. I don't, you know, nobody else is coming close when it comes to just market size. We're bigger than LA. Market size bigger than LA. Um, I think the I think so honestly the pull for Miami was the tax situation. I bet that was like taxes and in Beckham were like the two biggest pulls, mm-hmm. plus the package that they were willing to give him. Yeah, I don't think that he would have been given any like piece of NYCFC. Oh, like CFG sure. would never do that. No, no, no. So which taxes, is fine. taxes, and all that win. I think there's I probably guess. which sounds crazy to say, but like there's probably a lot better moves to make with the money that you'll blow on a Messi. Um, than to just get messy, I think. I just don't think our. Crazy I say. don't think our team would like. Our team really isn't in the isn't a fan of spending money. Mm-hmm. We'll go and trade for all the gam wham bam and tam tam and all that, dude. Jam whatever we can get, but we'll never use it. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think we want to do the thing anymore where we buy expensive players ever. Like it's always going to be a nineteen or eighteen year old right back from Slovenia. Named like Mitchell right. and you hope that the dart throw is which is annoying. It's a little annoying because like how many Tatis are we gonna make? Like how many? You have who to even else? It's like, like a once in a decade type thing. Jack Harrison that. was was another one who's somewhat made it. Yeah, I guess Angelino too, but he really came here just to get games. Like yeah. he we, he was a known like he's gonna do something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Gone hell, I guess. But even he, he's not getting signed again by that. I mean, that's even a piece that I'd take. And you know what's weird to me, too? I don't understand. It's uh, just to get into Tati conversation while while we have time. Um, I don't understand Girona, like, letting him walk. Yeah, I have no idea. On top of that, and not bringing him in on a permanent. I don't know what that says. I wonder. I don't know what that says about them or about Tati. I, I wonder if they're leaving that there as another last option. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll we'll send him there on another loan for a year or six months or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, as our last option, but I can tell you he's not playing. He's not playing until the European season comes back mm-hmm. because he already had the longest season of his life. Yep. Just, he literally just ended the Played longest like season of his life. Straight. Literally. <laughs> and balled out for like literally. pretty much all of it. And so. I don't. Yeah, he's he's not playing for us. Um, if he does play. For NYCFC, for whatever reason, again, it would be next season. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not happening this season. What do you like? What's your like honest assessment of his value? Because to to set a timeline, apparently, apparently leaving here, we were trying to sell him at fifteen, and then he goes to La Liga, 
top five league in the world and is a top five, top five. Yeah, top five. And puts four past Real Madrid. Yeah. So, I've, I, like, it has to, to be me, at least 20, right? At least. I would say 20 mil is fair. I, I like overvaluing him. If he was English, mm-hmm. my God. Oh, he would sell. 120. Yeah. 120. West Ham would be the, 120. The Grellish treatment. Deep right now. Um, if it was uh, Valentin Shaw, <laughs> like, yeah. he'd be gone already. Um, but yeah, 20 mil. I just feel like 20 mil is fair and it's a fair price for a team in the need of a striker that's in, you know, like, like I said, a, a team that was just recently brought up in promotion or, you know, someone who's, who's going to be fighting for mid table. Mm-hmm. That's a good piece that's going to bring you more wins than you would have not had before. Yeah. Um, and I think, it, I think 20 mil is a fair price. And another, another thing with 20 mil is honestly like us getting kind of screwed. I think so. Without the sell-on clause. That because once he goes to West Ham or Forest or wherever he goes, the next price tag is going to be a lot higher. Oh, if he goes to West Ham and he, it's gonna be a lot higher. he does what he did in La Liga, it's going to be it's gonna be 40. Honestly, it's going to be a lot it's, higher. It's going to be 40. Um, but sort, you know, to get back to source, he tweeted, uh, apparently we're looking for a sell-on clause for Tati, which is not something that we've historically done. We obviously... I don't know. Did we have a selling clause for Jack? I believe we did, but I don't know now. Mm, I think that might have gone like City does. Man City does. Oh, okay. Because they technically owned. Yeah, that's fair. Because because what we I believe we sold him to Man City, technically, right? And then. Uh, I don't know. And then when City. Well, I think Leeds properly owned him though, because he had a contract with Leeds. Well, no, he was loaned to Leeds, and then and they then sold him. Then sold permanently. Oh, okay. And so then, I think we already got cashed out for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was gonna say if if that didn't already happen, I don't know what the case would be with them getting relegated and the contract getting broken and all that stuff. Because yeah, clauses... that'll, that'll be interesting too if he's one of the yeah whatever. I'm gonna go down that. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Selling clause for Tati. Hopefully that does not dissuade any. I mean, it should Perspective buyers. It I don't shouldn't. think it should, but... No. Um, You're going to have some promotion team in about four days playing FIFA career mode, so <laughs> he'll probably end up on one of those teams. And I don't even know what happens if it if he does sell to, like, a Girona, like it's, it's all going to the same bank account, right? Yeah, that's... <laughs> like, I it's even... like, I give you 14 <laughs> CFG bucks, and you kind of just give me yeah. Tati, right? And, yeah, and we, like, do nothing with the CFG I wonder if bucks. legally we have to... Like there has to actually be money changing, like you oh, know, sure. like uh, sure. you know, people do the thing where they where they're passing away, like older people, and they're like, "We're gonna sell you our house for a dollar." Yeah, and it's not real. It, well, it's not legal. I don't think. No, it's it's illegal. Oh, it's legal. The, the buyer just gets screwed in like four years with capital gains tax. Uh, you end up having to pay like a hundred thousand dollars. Well, I would say I. I I would hope that we wouldn't just be like, yeah, just have Tati. Right. I mean, we already have done that. Um, but I would like I would like to think when he goes on a permanent move that we don't just ship it to a CFG club and then those CFG dollars go up in flames. Um, and they continue to never feed us. Right. And I'm not sure at the moment that I'm confident that that won't happen just because of, you know, the business that – or the lack of business that has been done so far. Right. I'm telling you, like um... – this is this is the transfer window at the end of this it's lee out and, yeah in like loudly yeah and you know i'll back a manager that wasn't backed 
to yep. the day I die. And um, that's just the Manchester United in me. But so what it'll so, I guess with this transfer window, because I think I think we're approaching it. Um, whenever all the messy stuff was going on, they said he had or he would first be eligible to play July fifth. So I think that probably goes for every single MLS summer transfer window signing. Well, what I guess what is your shopping list for? The transfer window. What what makes Lee safe? A nine. More than one nine. More than one nine. Okay. Because if the type of names that we're hearing are the names that are going to be coming in, we don't know. You're like buying two question marks versus one, like even MLS proven vet. Like even mm-hmm. if if we had one proven MLS vet at nine, I would take that. Yeah. But since we're going after question marks, it has to be two. Yep. Um. And I think center back, probably some help in in the center back role, probably because the injuries and it's kind of the ragtag approach that we've had. Um, but we also, I think, we should add another defensive mid mm-hmm. in the case that you know Sands isn't invincible. Like he's gonna have to miss a game. Well, we're a few. We're like we're a couple of yellow cards. Well, a couple of yellow. I was gonna even say you know knock on wood, but I was gonna say we're like one very unlucky injury to an important player from like wooden spoon contention if if we're not bringing it if we're not hitting on every single player that gets brought in in the window right um so yeah i think i just thought randomly i I feel like a winger i feel like we need a left winger because to me at the moment i don't know i don't know if talez is honestly getting the job done yeah i get that i would just because we've seen him a lot now at the left wing position you know, we 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 had our everybody had their gripes about Talas at nine, and it was clearly a, a very failed experiment. But has he been much better at left wing? Honestly, no. no well, that's, last that's night what I was, was a bad game against RSL. For just that we, just the the argument would be that we have so many. But you need. But somebody. like having so many doesn't mean that they're good. Like they haven't been playing right. well. Um, I still believe in if Cushing really loves O'Toole so much, play him at left wing. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it gonna hurt? Yeah, another nil nil draw. Like, right. who cares at this point? Well, my thought, my thought too is just you need somebody behind Tales that Jump. that's that has legs that has legs <laughs> that is gonna scare Tales too. Honestly, like I I and someone I don't like know, fast and maybe from his same nation and just somebody maybe that's that gonna actually score maybe looks goals, a little scary get assists. Yeah, because I can't like Tiago not Andrade. Yeah, would that help? Tiago would help, but not to, you know, not to put any thoughts or any words in Talas's mouth. But like, I can't imagine being Talas, you know, being this pseudo NYCFC poster. He's on every poster. If the league makes materials about NYCFC, he is the cartoon. He is the highlight that we're finding. Right. I feel. I think GP has broken it. I haven't seen a GP cartoon yet, though. Let me just say that. Pretty much all afros, just Talas, 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 and like Sands, Sands. It's, re- it's honestly like Taraz has been kind of pushed too, right? But so they haven't gotten like the Talas is on my bumper, right? And um, I I can't imagine Talas like looking at Jason and be like, "Oh, my job is not safe," right? And I don't want to put words into his mouth, but I yeah. just can't imagine him being what was he twelve million dollars? Yeah. And we have Jason, who I can't remember his salary, but he wasn't at a million. I don't know if he was at five hundred k. Yeah, as the manager, Jason's chomping at your feet. Thomas. Yeah. Oh, he is. But yeah, if I'm tallest, I'm not probably not 
yeah. considering like what even, what fire yeah. is under you right now to nothing to care or to, to honestly every, the, everything that we've shown him is that like you could stink up a position and we'll just find you a new one mm-hmm. so i don't know i think we probably don't we said this was gonna be short i was gonna say in you know in post 90 fashion the um the ability to turn no conversation into a long one is right. immaculate. All-star performance to just talk about nothing that's important, really. <laughs> um, and probably no no NYCFC All-Stars this year, honestly. For the first time, that's the biggest crime. Last night was the first time that I thought Barraza. Honestly, I well, know. like, I don't think the way that happen. the commissioner could just be like, that guy's a All-Star. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Talas has pull power. I guess you're right. You know? Yeah. If they're, you know. Or, Ga- honestly, like, Gabby, he doesn't really deserve it, but I can see him kind of getting it mm-hmm. for some reason. I can see him getting it. I don't know. I'm not sure if there's been many outstanding right wingers that could take a spot. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a boring All-Star game, I think, for NYCFC <sighs> fans. Yeah. And isn't it funny that the MLS went all in on Arsenal? Dude. <laughs> like, I... I'll swear up and down. They 1,000% signed that deal saying MLS All-Star playing Premier League champs. Guarantee it. They Probably, have no doubt yeah. in mind. That's like they put on Arsenal's kit next year. Adidas put their gold yeah, trim the on gold it. Trim. Like, come on. Nah, they and then they had, to come out, they had to come out and be like, it's for the Invincibles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, bro, that was just so randomly big. Invincibles. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad luck for Arsenal. Uh, and City got the trouble. Yeah, Since and we last talked. What's weird is, um, you know, the the announcers always like to say that, oh well, uh, Man City did this today, but so was... this will spur on NYCFC today, and, oh, they, and oh. they like, you look at the team, they none of them care. I thought you were gonna talk about um, how people, well, not people, uh, the one dude that's the biggest City fan on CBS. I can't remember his name. Uh, the guy with the glasses, always on the right. Oh, he's not just a fan. He's like a legend. Oh, he used to play? Yeah. Right back. Man, this Fuck. is, hey, hey, this is City fans. This is Man City fans, right? Yeah. That that everybody wants to say. I'm Dude, that. my eyes just rolled so far in the back of my head. What he, what even is his name? <laughs> Micah. Micah, Micah, Micah. That's true. Uh, can't have Micah up there saying nobody thought Pep would do it. Can't no, no, that. can't have it. Not on national can't TV in front of No, he aliens. goes... Uh, nobody thought he could do it, and then he had the fourth place finish, and everyone thought he was done. I'm like, who? Who were the people? Yeah, <laughs> point out all four Micah. of them. Nobody thought Micah. Um, but no, nah, I mean it's cool. I just the only part I dislike about when great things happen is I feel like soccer fans can't just focus on like the great thing that just happened. I feel they like have to be fans. like it's it's greater than the last time it happened. It's like they're I both think it's sports fans, honestly. Yeah, even, I, don't even I guess, yeah, I guess, it's, it's, but like, it's so, but a lot of Fergie insane. talk, basically. yeah, it's like, um, talk. both were, both were great, and they're both great teams, and man, like, soccer, soccer and football runs through Manchester, like, that should be, that's it, mm-hmm. like, Manchester has completed football twice, yeah, so I'm just happy to see Pep win it, Pep, Pep to me is like, just such a great guy, it, that's seeing him on all fours. Exactly. That that to yes. me is like all time photo. Like those like greatness transcends rivalry to me. Mm-hmm. So you know when I'm seeing Pep bawling his eyes out, hugging Foden, like that shit makes me feel emotional. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's great to watch that, and I, that transcends my 
dislike for Man City. And KDB, like, uh, the the news coming out, I guess, that he played on a, to- a torn hamstring for the last two months, and then in the, the UCL final, when he ended up going out, he fully yeah. snapped. I just don't know snapped how. Snapped a hamstring. I don't even know what that means, like, anatomy-wise. I don't like. Can you even walk? To me, that's like that's the worst thing it's Pep Guardiola has ever done is put him on the field. Like Foden is so good at the game, and like there's levels though. And what what Pep needs and and what he sometimes doesn't understand is that he doesn't have to overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Like he needs eleven cogs out there. That's how Pep works. Yeah. Pep needs eleven cogs that are very very good at the game, but are doing his role for his machine. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter if it's KDB. Like, you put KDB out there, I feel like he's got too much weight on his back. If he, yeah. If So, like, like you put the Foden in there, who's the cog? Because KDB, while he will be a cog, also has to be KDB mm-hmm. and carry way more weight than every other cog on the, on the field. So, Well, that's the thing is every time you're watching a City game, like, every time – KDB touches the ball. You're like, what's like, going to happen? Oh, this is like, they're scoring a goal here. Right, He's something's going to happen. An insane thing, and then when it doesn't happen, it, it makes it tough. So, I do, I did, yeah, they were they were nervous at first when they came out. Um, and I think when KDB first started to look bad, I think before he, because I think it was the sprint where he ended up taking himself out of the game, where it probably fully went. But like, Pep tried to get KDB out, and they were arguing with each other on the sideline. And like, the fact that KDB was able to keep Pep from making yeah. that change when Pep knew in like the honestly like probably the biggest moment of his career in terms of especially proving to haters and Man City fans and everything that he can do it to allow KDB to get that one over him I was like oh no I was like <laughs> that was a real I can't yeah. believe that Pep is allowing like a player to dig you know of all players too like probably the only person that could do it would be him yeah but i would hope pep could reel it in and like not let him do that but pep let him do it and i was like that's bad juju that i mean not good that happening in a final has gotten worse managers fired Mm -hmm. with i believe it was sorry for chelsea where keppa was like giving him the no no (laughs) no you're not subbing me yeah um guy got him fired that scared me so you know not thankfully kdb ended up coming out but i think if it didn't go the way it did and KDB was on one leg for Inter was Inter was worrying. So and Foden came in and looked like a dog. Like Yeah, no, he's a great he player. Perfect for it. So Yeah. Tacked a little Man City <laughs> <laughs> glazing on the end of this one. I don't know, maybe maybe even like our longest definitely our longest podcast in a very long time. I feel like that could go more, but we'll yeah. just we'll we'll cut it here. Um Who do we have next? We have Columbus at home. Uh, I thought you meant like who? Who's our next next guest? Oh well, we don't. Well, know. We yeah, have, we have no idea. Yeah, we do. We can't do the thing where we like. No, because we don't even say know stuff. <laughs> like, haven't even asked the question yet. But I, I want City Boys. On. I want to. I do want to talk to City Boys mm-hmm. um, for sure. When you made, no, I don't even know because it's been so long. But you made a, somewhat of a small appearance on City right. Boys. So yep. if you guys haven't seen that one, obviously check it out. I think it was after the Cincy game. No, it was after, yeah, Cincy. Yeah, yeah the after, terrible rough game. Yeah, after the Cincy game. Roughgate. So make sure to watch them. Obviously, you know, you're on Beyond Smokestacks too. Um, I'll be on probably at some point. Not sure yet. Still working out the details. Still nailing the date. Columbus, uh, Columbus upcoming on the weekend. Three o'clock game. This, this. Vibes game. 
this feels like one. This is the one that is it has to. It, honestly, it has to be a win at home. It really does. If Tavon plays, be. he better crunch Malt. It can't be. It can't be. Oh no, Malt. Yeah. It's Malt. Malt comes home. Uh, yeah. You know what they say with revenge games and betting. Oh, this dude's gonna. He's gonna get hurt. <laughs> like he's. There's no way. He's got no good juju at Yankee Stadium. I feel like. Okay. He's burned it all out. I hope so. Um, but this feels like I don't know. It sucks because I can't say like I want Cushing out if it's a tie. But like this, absolutely, it's super pivotal. Has to. Be. We can't go three, uh, three home games in a row. Draws. But don't they? They have. We cannot uh, do that. Unacceptable. They have Joseph Martinez back, right? Joseph, no, that's Miami. Oh, then who? Who's they look similar? Uh, who's the striker they just got back? Uh, I don't remember. But they have Zellerion who just scored a, a fifty-yard goal in worst the call of all time. Minute. Worst call. I like. And it's in. Let's sh- go. It was like, uh, can it? You betcha. Yeah, she said, like, you betcha. Uh, <laughs> man. So, yeah, Celeron's dangerous. I, I mean, he had two free kicks against us in one game before. So yeah. maybe it won't be as easy as we're hoping. But, um, yeah, definitely a vibes game. Definitely a, a must win to me. You can't go You can't go as NYCFC three draws at home straight. It's going to get bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be happen. good. Um, it's a must win. So, we'll, I think there's a midweek after that, too. So, not sure, you know, you guys know us. We fly by the, <laughs> whatever the saying is, the, the edge of our seat or whatever uh, when it comes to episodes. So, um, probably hear from us after Columbus. Definitely after Columbus. Definitely after Columbus. Just maybe not before the midweek. We'll see. It depends, too, on it depends what too. happens this week. What happens this yeah. week. Yeah. Because that could be cool. 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 Very cool. Um, <laughs> so that's 104. 104. Getting which is there. probably, I'll say, like, as a listener, that's probably one of our best. I think so, too. If you're in the, if you're in, in the fan of uh, just listening to us talk. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say so. So Columbus <laughs> on the weekend, 3.30 game. Uh, we won't be there, so don't don't look for us. Yeah. Oh, what do I have? I have like a. Don't look for us birthday party or something i don't know something hopefully, but i'm happy it's a 3 30 game i was gonna say hopefully it's sunny for all you guys over there yeah i i know early on in the season it was like a month straight of of rain i just only. have this like nostalgia feel for this game for no reason because it's gonna be 3 30 i just picture like those classic 2015 2016 like against columbus too they've been bright here. sun haul the fans out waving at banners screaming you need a drums back too if anybody that's a drum decision maker they did. I think the last one, the last one they we were. did. They were, yeah. Um, we need them. We need them. Drum, dude. If if it's like um, like a money thing, like like the drummer can't make it, dude. We'll, I'll I'll pay it every time. <laughs> the tickets. Yeah. I'll I'll buy, dude. Charge the tickets. Season to, ticket on me. To the podcast card. Literally. It'll be negative, but that's why. <laughs> It'll be. Ne- it's already negative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but yes. Yeah. yeah Let's get out of here before we don't. Almost an hour. So. Almost an hour. Thank you guys if you stuck around this far. Um, you know, sub on Apple Pods on Spotify. Uh, YouTube too is a big one. Leave the like and you know, blow us up in the comments if there's something there isn't that you don't agree with. We love to have convos there, and obviously on Twitter too. I think that's probably where we we do most of our talking and um, and discussing with fans. So love to see people over there, um, and Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, I guess that's spot too. So follow we'll, us all the places. Join the conversation. Pod. 
I don't know if I said that, but at Post90Pod. Um, we'll see you on 105. 105. Peace. 105. Peace.